<laughs> We're the worst. And out. That's the end of the music. Uh, hi. Hello. <laughs> and happy Hanukkah, folks. Happy Chanukah. Tonight, well, I don't know. Are we putting this out immediately? Uh, we'll put it out on Sunday, which is not today. Okay. It will be, what, the 7th? Would, I don't know. Eighth, I'm a terrible Jew. Night. Well, right It'll now. It'll still be happening. Right now we're recording this and it's going to be the fourth night of Hanukkah tonight, so... So it'll be whenever that is. I hope you had a good Hanukkah. <laughs> yes. If you if you observe and celebrate, it's fabulous. My mom. So I uh, I have to tell you what my mom got me. Please tell me. Um, f- she has. Uh, I don't know if this is like the act. My actual present. I really hope it's not my actual present. <laughs> but she sent me this giant box filled with like, like she she gave me this giant oil lamp menorah. Oh my god. It's like super ornate and silver and like beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then she sent me a big box filled with like little oil, mini oil lamps that go in it. Uh-huh. Um, and she also sent me a Hanukkah gingerbread house decorating Great. kit. <laughs> <laughs> and <love> this <laughs> dreidel, which I have right here. I have a so dreidel. So many, actually. Yeah, a bunch of dreidels with gelt. Little um, And my boyfriend is furious. Mostly about the fact that we have this like giant menorah <laughs> in our window. There's multiple. Yeah, we have a couple menorahs around here. So, yeah. But thanks, Mom. I've been having a discussion with my boyfriend uh, about why no one has co-opted... Uh, like, the only like Hanukkah song that's known, really known... Is Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song, which is great, but like the fact that in our lexicon of cool slang right now, lit, it's it's like it's lit. We gotta get lit. Oh yeah, why like, isn't why that isn't a that a Hanukkah thing? Because we gotta keep be. it lit. Well, you know, Jews tend oh, to sorry. procrastinate, um, and they, they tend to not do things, you know, current. Well, listen, if you're listening so, right now, songwriting Jews, you have the rest of the day, probably, when it's still Hanukkah, to get a song about there, about keeping it lit. Surely we must know somebody that's one, one degree of separation away from Adam Sandler. So <laughs> surely. Can, so that he can write a, a new one. Write a new one, Adam. Uh, anyway. Put on your yarmulke. It is time for Hanukkah. If you're joining us for the first time in like a month because we are bad at scheduling. We're bad at scheduling and we're also like, we're pretty busy and yeah. Yeah. But I also don't feel, I don't feel pressure. You know. say busy. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. We're so (laughs) busy. We're so busy. We're we're important. (laughs) We're fancy. We're really, really in demand people. (laughs) That's why. Um. The, you might have noticed the new musical intro signals to you that this is a different kind of episode that we've been building to for quite some time. We're very excited about. This is not a general no reservations, get a guest, talk about the service industry. This is about a very specific slice of working in the service industry, dealing with celebrities. Yay, which in New York City we have a lot of. All the time. So many celebrities all over the place. It's basically like a city full of celebrities. Yes, it's absolutely. And because we're kind of gross and pretty gay, uh, <laughs> we've decided to grab some slang and uh, title these episodes, We're Spilling Our Celebrity. Yes, this is a celebrity. <laughs> T-E-A-T. I, I hate those so much. No, it's it's good. I think it's good. So what we've been doing without telling you is after we record an episode with any of our illustrious guests who you've loved so much, we also keep them after and we record a little little moment with them where they might tell us a celebrity story. Yeah, or two. so we, we're going to be bringing on in these, we're going to probably put out a celebrity story every, I don't know, every, every so every, often, every so often, whenever we feel that you guys are ready to when we feel, when you. we feel you're ready to listen to <laughs> our stories, 
You have to be ready, though. So first one, we're going to do a couple today. The first one up is our dearest, dear friend, Hannah Freeman, mm-hmm. who was in our Moving On Up episode, episode six. Episode six, she where she... early we, adopter. We told, um, you know, a ta- she told the tale of her going from hostess to manager in six months. It's a really great episode. Mm-hmm. And actually, she's been promoted again. She just got promoted to assistant general manager AGM of her restaurant. Of a is, fancy, big... Yes. Tra- like, so it's a big deal. She's she's uh, She continues to move on up. She Oh, she has not stopped moving she on She will up. continue to move on up forever. So we check back in with her, and we're going to let her tell you just a quick little celebrity interaction. So shall we, let's do it. Let's do it. Ready? Here we go. The restaurant I work at is near a movie theater. And that movie theater was showing a premiere of the newest Joaquin Phoenix movie. And I had been in contact with this woman about a reservation for 10 people. She was being very particular because they had some vegans and she wanted the menu pre-planned, blah, blah, blah. So a couple people walk in at the time of the reservation and take me aside. And they say, just so you're aware, this reservation is for Joaquin Phoenix before the premiere of his movie tonight. Ooh. We just want to make sure everything's good. We should make sure everything is perfect. And I was like, okay, cool. So Joaquin Phoenix strolls in. He was super nice, super chill. He brought Rooney Mara. Oh, She's love hot. Rooney Mara. She was beautiful. She's hot. Oh my God, in person, like a, like a little porcelain doll. They were super nice. Joaquin Phoenix ordered a Bloody Mary and then asked me if I thought it was okay to drink wine after a Bloody Mary. And I was like, totally. And he kind of laughed and like we had a moment. Oh. Wow. So it sounds like his, his like person was way more was strung nice. up. Than... And then someone told me that he had just gotten out of rehab for alcohol. So... Oh, Jesus. So like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Am I going to get sued by Joaquin Phoenix now? I mean, I doubt he'll listen. <laughs> Sorry, you're great. I doubt if we I mean, like you, you're a good actor. We'll think about it. Maybe, but like, but maybe method not. acting probably is not, not healthy for your psyche. This is also like fully <laughs> hearsay. We don't know for sure. Right. That I mean, that happens. I could be lying. But like, how she crazy? could be lying. But if that were true, if it was true. Do you have a Do you have a celebrity for this edition? Yeah, I'll t- I'll give my celebrity. So the very first restaurant that I ever worked in in New York City was this um, microbrewery down in Soho. And it was not managed <laughs> by anyone. Um, it was unmanaged. I remember this. Did of you course ever, you did. Did you ever visit nope. me? Okay. It, it was an experience. I wish you had. I really did. It was not, ma- it was not managed. No. Um, we said that we wouldn't talk about this restaurant, but fuck it. Basically, whoever was the new person would be put on for Sundays. Of course. And they did not have a manager on the floor ever. Um, and there was, there, they would only put one person on for the entire restaurant on Sundays. Including the bar. Including the bar. So I would be bartending and serving. It's like. Simul- and managing, essentially, simultaneously. It's like, so it's like anything, 10 like, seats at the bar, right? It's, 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 it was actually a full bar. And, yeah. and then yeah. like 50 seats on the floor. Yeah. And it was never full. Like it was, it was a slow restaurant. But they just had one person and they didn't have anybody else there in, for troubleshooting or like if, or it, anything. Help. Yeah. Yeah, like it was just the people in the kitchen. And it wasn't even like the executive staff in the kitchen. Like it yeah. was like this, the kitchen staff was also like the, the people who needed to pay their yeah. dues. And there was no bus, there was no runners, no nothing. Like it was it, it was literally just me. <laughs> so you're alone on a Sunday. Um, yeah, so I'm alone on a Sunday. And who walks in but Darren Chris? 
he sits down and I did not know who he was. I didn't recognize him. That's fair. Like literally when I looked at him, I was like, that that guy kind of looks like Darren Chris. Cool. And I didn't think anything of it, but like it actually was Darren Chris. But it was like the kind of day where like he sat down at the table, he orders a drink, and then I walk around behind the bar and I make the drink for him and then walk back around and and serve it to him. And then he orders food and I go into the kitchen and I bring it out for him and um, and he, he kept, he had like his guitar with him and he was just like, yeah, so like, she's going to be here soon. And like, and I, really- and I didn't know who the fuck she was. Cause I, I like, it, and it, it, I could tell that he was convinced that I knew who he was, but I had no, idea, no who idea who he was. Who and I was like, okay, who's like, she, like she, like your girlfriend, like what? And, and, and he was like, well, she, you know, she's going to be here soon. So like, you know, and, and I was like, okay. Who's she? Like, <laughs> I was so con- I mean, and I just sort of played it off. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, great. Um, so I'll get another menu, sure. And then right. Leah Michelle walks in, and that's oh, the she okay. that he was talking about. But he like he thought that I knew who he was. You had no idea. And it, I didn't realize who he was until she walked in, and then I put it together because I right. saw them together. Um, so she sits down, and they proceed to crack jokes about how, like, I was the only person in the restaurant, and that I must have also been cooking the food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every time I would come over, they were like, wow, like, this mac and cheese you made is delicious. Like, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Just having a bit. No, like it, was, it, was, bit. it was fun. Like, they were really nice. They actually yeah, were really nice. Good. But it was, it was, like, kind of a weird experience of, like, a celebrity person feeling themselves a little bit more than I think that they maybe should have. Because He's I had no, I, I had no idea who the fuck he was, and he definitely thought that I did. Oh, no, and I, and I, was, I, and I spent I the entire first hour of interact- interaction really confused. So, <laughs> and then, I, and then once Leah Michelle walked in, of course I knew who she was because I saw Spring sure. Awakening when I was like twelve years old. Right. So, she's, oh, like, then I put it together. Yeah. But yeah, that's some celebrity. That was my celebrity. I like that. Thank you, Hannah. Uh, thanks, Hannah. So if, if uh, you haven't had a chance to listen to her episode, check it out. It is episode six. Episode six. Moving on up. So the next person, I can't believe we've waited this long to share this with you. <laughs> it's It just sat in the vault for so long because this is, I think, one of the most laugh... We've had all kinds of episodes. Yes. We've had episodes that make you upset. Mm-hmm. Like, righteously upset on behalf of our guests. We've had episodes that make you contemplative about the state of being in the service industry. I don't know if that we have an, a different episode that is so uproariously laugh-out-loud funny. Oh, it's so funny. I adore it. I've, I've re-listened to it of all the episodes. I have, this too. The one I've and this is, all, this is the episode that I always tell people to listen to if they want to listen to our podcast for the first time. It's our guest from episode 8, The Real Scoop. With one of my dear, dear friends, Matthew Curiano. It is... Maddie. Oh, my God. If you uh, haven't had a chance to listen to this episode, I beg you. You have to. <laughs> you have to. It's, I, I haven't I laughed cry- so hard. We were both crying. We were crying. So, uh, we want to cry again. And you will cry again if you cried the first time, because he has some celebrity to share with us. Um... That's very fitting, given the the gay slang title that we've adopted for telling these celebrity Extremely stories. Extremely fitting. So and I, just enjoy, just have a good time. Enjoy, have a ball, have it all. With Matt Curiano, ready? <laughs> <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are back with Matt Curiano. Hi, listeners. We know you loved him the first time. <laughs> him and his... So, what we're going to do first, is you are on this edition of Celebrity. <gasps> so what's the tea? What's the tea? Tell L- me what's the tea. Literally, Celebrity. Oh, my God. Um, so, it's, it's too this fitting, is where man. we come to tell our celebrity stories, our favorite fun celebrity stories. So, Matt has... A really good one that I mentioned briefly in an earlier episode, and now I want the whole. I want the whole. The team. world. I want all of it. We gather around the campfire and tell celebrity stories. Well, it's only joke. fitting that we're going to say what's the tea because my celebrity is RuPaul Charles. RuPaul Andre RuPaul. Charles. Mother. Oh mother. Oh, mother. Oh, mother. Mother. Mother dearest. Ro. But it wasn't just RuPaul because I was catering the Time 100's like most influential people. So you know like yeah it was um, was the gala so when Time 100 does that um, issue each year that's like they put the most 100 influential people of the year. I didn't know this but they have a freaking gala where they invite all those people. Every single one. Every single one of those people. And then like a bunch of other fancies. And then a bunch of people in really fancy dresses. Yeah. What's what's fun about catering is you learn that there's people who just go to galas and like that's their social life. And how... Do we do that? Like, how do I get in there? It, it really just wardrobe. I'd like to just find somebody my size and just get their leftover gala wardrobe. <laughs> like, don't, I don't even need a gala to go to. I just want the wardrobe. The trick with catering, too, is to be as mediocre as possible. You want to be... <laughs> you don't want to be bad so that you get yelled at, but you don't want to be too good where they remember your name and they give you jobs that you don't want to do. Yep. So... Our, our, we had a, a... Nick Laughlin, one of our last guests, was talked about catering being like, no, the... I'm going to see how close I can get to being fired without being fired. Without being fired, yeah. And if you can sit in that toilet in the bathroom for 30 minutes and be on your phone and nobody notices, that's how you know you're a mediocre good employee. You sure do. (laughs) But maybe that's the way in, is that you just start the shift catering and then go change. Oh, 100%. A a tux on and then you're at the event. And then you just like wander around to pretend like you have a seat for dinner. Yeah. That's what you got to do. And you can just ask. I mean, and, and you know catering, and especially with like an event like that. Anybody asks you anything, you do it. So because if you don't know who they are, you probably should. You probably should. You probably should. So, but at this event was like, okay, so RuPaul was there, Viola Davis was there, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively were there, who Gorgeous. were like just the hottest. Oh. And like what they were doing was so cute because they were like so like lovey dovey and like cute. I was like, oh, your sex life is still awesome, and yep, you have a so kid. Yep. Baby. Yep. And. They're also out on the town without babies, so I'm sure they're like all over each other. Oh my god, yeah. She had this beautiful like low cut thing and just looked amazing. And he just, I mean. He's everything. He's everything. He's so wonderful. He's a tall, tall. He's a sarcastic dream. I was, yeah. And I just like saw him and I was like, be still my beating boner. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just. um, And you want to talk about sexy couples. John Legend was there and Chrissy Teigen. And you want to talk about a couple that like loves each other and John Legend performed, which we'll get to and and just everything. Demi Lovato performed too. And I had slept on Demi a little bit before then. This was last year. I am not sleeping on her anymore. But she sang Confident and just slayed the day. New Demi writing for her range. Oh, singing in her range, taking things in other keys. In that other she used keys. To I'm gonna drop in right, real quick to just say that Demi Lovato is a fucking queen. A queen. Yeah, we love her. And what I love we is love she'll her. sing. She'll sing the first verse in a normal key, and then she'll take this, the, the second verse up the octave, and the third refrain, like the finale, like one more into and a just whistle like, tone. Options, options, options. So yeah, and I was just like, oh, it was so good. But anyway, so the the way it worked is that there was like a cocktail reception and then a seated dinner. And so I don't know why, again, mediocre server, but they had me right in the front, right in the front, prime seating, clearly didn't know what they were doing. So I, 
I like knew RuPaul was gonna be there, and I saw him, and he looked gorgeous. He had like this beautiful purple suit on, and looked just like elegant. All the other men were like wearing black tuxes, and just like, but he was so elegant. And so, I saw him, and I was like, oh God, I can't say anything to him, you know, because they also give you the thing. Do not say anything Mm -hmm. to these people, and I was like. You don't understand. You don't, you don't I literally out. am fine with anybody else. Sarah Paulson was there, like all these celebrities. But you're like, RuPaul, I'll be respectful. But no, yeah, RuPaul, you RuPaul, got no. It. And not only that, I found out that he was sitting at my table. I was like, <gasps> So at this table, you ready for this? T- this whoever did the seating chart, I don't know what they were doing, but it was RuPaul, Naomi Campbell, Ooh. Leslie Jones from SNL, <gasps> and. Megan Kelly. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're lying. Megan Kelly's like, what am I doing here? And everyone else no. is like, what are you doing well, here? I bet, I bet Megan Kelly was like, I need you to put me at a cool table because I'm trying to rehabilitate my image. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying. My God. Yeah. And so then, like, right down the way, there was like the 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 four women who start who did the uh, Women's March on Washington, the the organizers, sure. which was so cool. Colin Kaepernick was there, who just like I. Melted in his thing. So anyway, so I was like, I have to say something to RuPaul, but I have to do it coolly, calmly. I'm mm-hmm. not going to like be like, picture, picture, because then also I'll be fired. So <laughs> Casual detail. So the only time to talk to them really is like, you know, serving them. Mm-hmm. But RuPaul and his husband did not eat anything. And they did not drink anything. Of course. Because they, and now I know from What's the Tea, they have their diet, his diets, he's got his, his like, uh, he does Blue Apron, but it's not Blue Apron, he does a specialty thing. So, he of course. Bougie Blue Apron. Bougie Blue Apron. And Naomi Campbell looked, like, snatched for the gods, too. And they were like, be careful with Naomi. But she was chill. Yeah. Like, she didn't even know I existed. So it was right. <laughs> you, you just, like, registered as, like, furniture. Yeah. It was like the chair. She tried to sit on me one time. And I was like, no, man, I'm actually serving. You're like, no, no, you can not. You can, you can. If you'd no. like to. Sit on me anywhere, anywhere. Um. So anyway, I was like, so literally to talk to Rue, I was like, I have to wait until their water is, like, you know, half gone. Because I also don't want to be... Like, just, like, waiting there with a picture. picture. (laughs) Just, like, smiling like an idiot. So, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And they're, like, the the people are asking me to do other things, (laughs) you know? And I'm, like, no, I can't. This is my, this is what I'm waiting for. So, anyway, I got called to go do something by one of the captains. So, I'm, like, rushing to go do it. And then, like, the way it works, we were at the, um, it's, like, a, like, a, Oh, look, overlooks Columbus Circle, and it's this tiered thing. It's so beautiful. Oh, yeah. And Rue was down. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. So I'm like, did my thing, and I'm like looking, and I have my, my, um, I had my stuff, and I got rid of it, and then I'm looking, and I see that Rue's water is like half full. I'm like, this is my time. But I see some (laughs) bitch, Susan, who's got a water jug, who is on her way in route to Rue, and I was like, you better not. So I start running down. Running, couldn't give zero fucks. Running down, and I literally to Susan, I'm like, "Thank you so much, Susan. I'll, I'll take it from here and rip the thing out of her hands." <laughs> so then I go, to do her job. Yeah, just literally just tried to do her job, and she was so, Susan Fucking was great. Susan. Fucking Susan, no, she's a great girl. She works too hard though, because they know her. They know her name. So um, anyway, <laughs> they call her so then I was like, "Okay, what do I say to Rue?" And I was like, "I just want to be subtle, just casual and cool." So I just go over and I go, "More water, Mama Rue." And <laughs> he turns and he looks me up and down and smiles. He goes, 
yes. And then proceeded my word vomit. I was just like, I just want to let you know you look fabulous tonight. I was like, this purple is gorgeous. And like, and this was during season nine. You and I literally was like, were like, I'm going to be so cool. And the minute you got attention, he was like, <laughs> So anyway, and I start word vomiting. I'm just like, thank you so much um, for this, you know, your show. It's just everything and anything for our culture, for these people. It's just, it's lovely. It's something that I just look forward to every single day. And um, and then we were talking about Cynthia Lee Fontaine, who had come back, our girl. And like, I was just saying like, thank you for bringing her back. And she was like, had cancer and a cancer survivor. And I was like, that's such an amazing message to people who are... Uh, survivors that. are going through that and thank you for that story because we haven't seen that before and then he looks at me and goes who do you like on the show I was like listen no. you I and that <laughs> first of all I just thought this was going to be a 30 second thing where I word vomited left felt a little awkward and just said checked it off my bucket list also, you but, know you know Leslie Jones saying the same this is no, Leslie Jones was so fun. She was like, she was talking to everyone. <laughs> she brought her like friend who was her manager who was like this like little four foot two Jewish dude. And it's like, there she is, like this gorgeous like five foot ten black woman with this little like tiny. Yeah, okay. And they were like having a blast. Um, but anyway, then I just started word vomiting, vomiting and I was just like, thank you so much. Oh my God, I love Nina, Nina, Nina Bonina Brown, but I feel like she's really like stuck right now in her head and she really needs to get over that. And we was like, yeah, you know, it's always one or two things that the queens come with and it's always this inner saboteur, right? And I almost creamed my pants because that's like what you hear on the podcast. Like, every time I'm like, I know, yeah, I know, inner saboteur. Like, like when you go and someone says their catchphrase in real life. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So yeah, I was freaking out about that. And then... um and we talked about Eureka leaving. And Rue was so funny because he was like, oh, yeah, where where are we in the season? Because he was like, oh, yeah, you, like, filmed this, like, a year ago, so you have no you, like, idea. You, don't watch it live. You don't no. watch it live. You film it and you walk off set and you never think about it again. And you never think about it again. You never remember any of these queens. So then I was giving him a recap of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was just where Eureka had left. Like, like, previously on RuPaul's Shock, right? ready for it. So again, I'm like talking. We had like a five minute conversation. I'm sweating. And then I leave there and I feel so good. And I literally turn and walk to the side. And there are like six bitter gays right there. Like, guys, you talked to him. You weren't supposed to. And I was like, yeah. I did. I had a yeah. great conversation. So then, last little tidbit of this beautiful, but I was so happy. I like almost cried. I was like, that was awesome. And it went so well. Like for celebrity meetings, it's usually like, I feel like you just seem like an idiot and you yeah. seem uncomfortable. That's mostly my experiences. And you Same. leave with like a hot face yeah. and like sweating pits. And you, you were and like, you were I like, never should have done yeah. that in the you first place. You're like pretty much dismissed. And like yeah. asked to leave. Dismissed. Yeah. And you're like, I ruined their life. <laughs> and this is it. But, um, so the performances were coming. John Legend was going to be performing. And that was like, everyone was supposed to be off the floor at that time. No one's supposed to be around. So anyway, I we're doing coffee and tea service before then. And Rue and, and his husband wanted tea. And I was like, oh, yes. Oh my God, what's the tea? So, okay. So I'm pouring tea for his husband. It's great. And then I pour tea for Rue. And there wasn't enough tea. And so I only gave him a half a cup. He looked at me. I was like, I'll be right back and get you that full, full glass. No worries. <laughs> so I run back up again. So uncool. <laughs> running back I'm no like, chill, no Sarah Paulson, get out of the way. So, <laughs> like, uh, so I run back up, get more hot water, and John Legend starts performing, right? So I'm about to go back onto the floor, and they're like, you can't go on. Like, this is the captain's like, you can't go in. I was like, oh, no, I have to go back on. Rude needs her like, you can't go out. I was like, get out of my way. Rude needs her teeth. So I shot past <laughs> 
shove him out of the way. I, like, I'm like, please get out of the way. Rooney's your tea. I need to get this right now. Like, literally, like, giving you... It was the mo- the hardest I've ever worked at the catering sure. shift. And also, like, a visual, like, you are then the only person on the floor. The There's only no, person. One else. no one else. So I'm walking yeah. down, and John Legend is singing. Oh, my God. And he sounds so good. And so literally... I Root like winks at me because I got him more tea and I like bored. I was like, here you go, Mama Root, enjoy. But then John Legend starts singing this crazy awesome song and people start standing up and starting standing up and jamming. And I was like, I can't get out of here because it's like a mosh pit down in the front. So I just stand in the back with my tea in hand. RuPaul is here. John Legend is there. Like Leslie Jones, Naomi Campbell. I'm like, this is the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me. Sandwiched into the sandwich and yeah, just wow. being the piece of How furniture. Cool is that? It was so cool. And that so, is... Rue, I love you. I know you don't remember me, but I will never forget that. Oh, that's yeah. some celebrity. Hey, that is that. a celebrity. Yes. All right, yes. that was, thank you, Matt. For that lovely story that I, I adore. And, and we might have overkilled the bounce bounce, but we just I don't we think, think so. we think it's really funny. So we enjoy I, it. hopefully you do too. This this has <laughs> never been about whether or not it would be something that other people would find palatable. Yeah. It's always been about what, what we are enjoying doing. Yeah. This is our podcast, not yours. <laughs> Get your own, everyone. Even though everyone literally already has everyone. Everybody has, has a podcast. podcast. That's fine. Um that's okay. So, uh, that was to Celebrity. We're going to be doing that uh, a bit more often. Yeah, our, it was our first edition. We're going to bring on more former guests and maybe new people that you haven't heard from yet. And we got plenty that we haven't told you about ourselves. Yeah, we, we have, we have all, our better ones. We have a bunch of stories, so it'll be great. And, you know, every once in a while, we'll spill the Celebrity. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yeah. Thank you for uh, joining us. We are going to tell you about some restaurants. Yeah, because we love uh, positivity here we at do. No Reservations Service Industry a- Podcast. I'd say it's, it's a generally positive episode. Yeah, this is a super positive been, This hasn't been too bitchy a celebrity. Yeah. I think those will come at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll have, I'm sure we'll have some horror stories to give you, sweet listener. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're going to, you know, give our rest, restaurant recommendations for the week. Um, month. Column, for the month. Year. Whatever. When, whenever you whenever, hear from us again. Yeah, you know. Um, I am going to go with a new one in my neighborhood that I really enjoy. It's uh, Cali's, which is a tequila and taco bar at like one... Four one thirty eight and it's brand new. It's very very new, and they did a very smart thing in that they built they bought like a giant section, just this giant open lot, right? And they built a restaurant and part of it and a coffee shop in the other. Genius. So the coffee shop is open early and during the day, and it has good food. It's the same kitchen, and it's in an area that like really needed some more stuff. Absolutely. So they're they're gonna clean up, I think. And yeah. They're gonna do really well. Um, it's that standard thing. They had a they had a spicy margarita. That mm. I had the other day, the little spicy cocktail. It's not even a margarita, it's a spicy cocktail. And the bartender was like, no, it's really spicy. It is. And I, I like, actually ordered it for myself on. when I went there. And you can see the jalapeno seeds like floating in the drink. Which Absolutely. when you know, that's when you know it's like going to light your shit on fire. Yeah. And I don't, uh, and, and sometimes literally, if you're not careful, if you're Truth. not hydrated. True. And I went there the other night and I had a chicken and steak royale nacho platter that I think is meant for four people but it was meant for just me that day and I had a, a wonderful time it is, it is great high quality drinks high quality food you know what sometimes, high quality you, sometimes that, that we call that self care yeah absolutely <laughs> it is a specific brand of self care but it's a case of it's self-care. not a long term self care it's more <laughs> it's, of a short term it's a, it's a very short term because um, it's not caring for yourself two hours from now it's just caring for yourself right now 
Jenny, Jenny and I were going to hang out that night, and then I decided that I couldn't be in public or with anyone else. Yeah. You, after that we, nacho platter. We were going to have Colin over to play Scrabble. Which I've never played. <laughs> and I said, I, I was three-fourths of the way done with this platter and determined to finish it. And I said, no, uh, other people shouldn't see me right now. Ugh. I'm not suitable for public consumption. I, I understand. I've been there. That's so kind that's of mine. me today. Today, I feel like I'm mostly going to stay in. And I'm babysitting, <laughs> I'm babysitting my... um boyfriend's brother's child tonight oh fantastic yeah i so. can't wait to hear about that good times uh so yeah that's me callie's 138 in lennox yeah. lovely check and, it out and you know support your local stuff go to your neighborhood spots yeah don't go to chains yeah although if I'm, you want I'm cool about stuff to... in your neighborhood support the cool stuff in your neighborhood except i'm about to recommend a chain so I'm... great <laughs> i'm a total Love hypocrite it. i mean it's kind of a chain it's like I mean, a, it's like a like there's chains like massive nationwide strip molly chains and then there's like Places with multiple locations. Yeah, it's not that bad. Different it's, thing. Yeah, they have diff- multiple locations. So this place is um, my new go-to happy hour spot near my office. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is Beecher's Cheese. Okay, okay. Beecher's Cheese. I think there's a story because I think I was texted oh, in, yeah. in progress of I did story. text you. I did text you. Oh my that's God. When I was, I, that's when I was literally, you were saving me because me and the boyfriend are geniuses and we went to Ikea in Brooklyn and then we're like... It spent a bunch of money because we needed a couple of small furniture things. And then we didn't want to pay for like a lift to get back from Red Hook to like yeah, Central that, Harlem Yeah, that would have been like a hundred dollars. It would have been very expensive because we had furniture boxes from Ikea that we wouldn't fit in a normal car. So you had to we, rough it on the public Yeah, transit. we carried furniture <laughs> from Ikea to the Ikea ferry, off the ferry into lower Manhattan, down Wall Street, like six blocks, down into the subway, through the subway turnstiles, <laughs> onto the subway, off the subway, <laughs> back so, through the turnstiles, upstairs, and like six blocks. It just home. sounds it was, so horrible. <laughs> it was such a nightmare. It sounds and so And people were, you know, mocking us and laughing us because New York is a lovely place to be and live. But during this on the subway, I was hearing this story and it really brightened up this commute. So please brighten up our listeners' commute. Um... You know, so I mean, I'm 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 looking back actually right now through our text messages because, um, like I was there for your it was your emotional state. Yes, that was my favorite part of it. <laughs> your like understanding of what's happening and inability it's to just deal with so it. So bad. Oh, so okay. So first of all, first of all, um, okay. I'll tell I'll tell the story. I'll do the negative mm-hmm. first, and then I'll and then I'll tell you what's what I love about this place. Like, I, I had a <laughs> bad time, but go there. Yeah. No, it wasn't a bad time. It just like, cause I've been there many times at this point. Cause they have mm-hmm. a great happy hour. Um, it was just my experience with this one bartender and you know, having worked in the service industry now I'm, I'm hype when, when I know that somebody's having a bad day or what, if somebody is like not in a place where mm-hmm. they are mentally able to be there, I'm hyper-focused and I can see it. So it's almost yeah. like when you work in the service industry and you watch like you notice those things a lot more yes. than if other people notice them. So sometimes it can like ruin your restaurant experience because yeah. you are just focused on this poor human being that yeah. is not having a good day. I can't go out in groups of more than six or go out for brunch anymore because I, I just can't stop seeing the like panic and stress in the server's eyes. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't have fun. And I texted you, it was Friday at 6 PM. So I, I literally said to Prime you, time. Do you ever have an experience when you were sitting at a busy bar and the bartender is moving like literal molasses and you get stressed out for them because you can see people getting visibly aggravated, but they are just blissfully unaware. Yep. And that's, that was the experience that I had with, with this poor, this girl. I think she must've been having a bad day. Cause I heard when I first came in, she was talking to a regular and it sounded like she, she was not 
having a good day in general. So I totally understand and I sympathize, but this was like next level. Um, I, I gave her my food order, which was just a cheese plate, like an order of prosciutto and a glass of like their happy hour wine and quick and easy. And there was maybe four people at the bar. It was not busy at this point. Um, so I gave her the food order and then I assumed that she put it in and I was like in my phone, like answering emails or something. And then Mm. it like probably 10, 15 minutes went by and I looked up and I was like, I don't have my wine yet. Like, (laughs) And there's like nobody here. So I look over at her and she's like deep in a conversation with somebody. So I finally get her attention and she looks at me and she's like, did you want anything? And I was like, um, yeah, I'd ordered with you already. And she looks at me probably for five full seconds with like a blank stare. And she was like, oh, that's right. You ordered wine with me. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just having a really bad day. Like, let me get that for you right now. And it's on me. Oh, fears. It's like totally on me, my fault. I'm so sorry. And I was like, that's totally fine. I get it. I've been there. No worries. No worries at all. So she gives me my wine and and I see somebody order food and then get their food. And I realized like, okay, she she just did it. The full order was just out. And so I get her attention again. And (laughs) and she gives me that blank stare. And I was like, did you get my food? And she was like, your food? And oh, I was like, God. I was like, I was like, yeah. And she was like, yeah, well, uh, I, you can order food with me. Sure. What, what do you, what did you want? And I was like, no, I already ordered food with you. I ordered, I already ordered food with you. And she God. was like, oh, that's right. You did. Oh my gosh. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What did you order? And then I had to give her my order again. It was so, and I watched her do the same thing with like multiple people. She just wasn't here this day. I I think she might've been high, like, because it was truly like a blank stare, but I felt so bad. And I was texting, I was texting Colin through this entire experience because I was just so stressed out for her. I couldn't even enjoy myself and enjoy my wine. Like it was really, really, really stressful. Oh, and I said, oh my, I said to you, oh my God, this bartender was making a gin and tonic and the guy asked her for a lemon instead of a lime like five times and she was within full earshot of him but gave him a lime anyway. And then handed him the drink and made eye contact while he asked if he could have a lemon in it, but then she didn't, she still didn't respond and then she just turned and sort of floated away. <laughs> she's, she's not here. She must be like going through a very she, hard She was moment. not there and God and, bless. And she Lord, was I've been there where like something very difficult's happening in your life. And you're just not and, there. And your brain just can't, you're yeah. focused on that and it's, yeah. And I, and I knew that and I could see that in her, that she was having a bad day for whatever reason, probably something personal happening, whatever, but maybe she was going through a bad breakup. I don't know, but she was not physically there and I was very, very understanding of it, but other people were not. And, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's painful sad. to watch other people decide whether or not they're going to say something. Yeah. Oh, it. and she, she um, closed me out under the wrong person's tab that's that's the i think that's the moment that i was like you gotta say something yeah, the minute closed, money the minute money gets and involved. she didn't give me an itemized receipt and so i looked at it and i was like there's no way that my thing cost 40 dollars because i got like all of the happy hour things oh, um so i God. yeah anyways god bless you i'm he- i'm here for you sweet child um <laughs> but this place now I feel bad because we're actually like, I'm saying what the restaurant is. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You said you understood. I did understand. I'm so sorry. But yeah, Beecher's Cheese is 
fabulous. It really is. And they have a great happy hour. Um, they have like a whole little happy hour menu and they, they make their own cheese, but they also feature, yeah. So they make all their own cheese, but they also feature cheese cheeses from like other local places. So they have like a Beecher's cheese list and then like a non Beecher's cheese list. Um, and they have a cheesemonger on site who um, ha- does like a featured cheese plate of the day or of the week, whatever. Is it, is it actually called a cheesemonger? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Like a sommelier, but it's a cheesemonger. Yeah, it's fabulous. It's just um, like, and it sounds it sounds so violent. It's, and... I know. <laughs> well, normally this cheese plate costs twenty dollars, but for happy hour it costs ten. Oh, so, great. Where are we going? It's amazing. And like the the normal cheese plate is three cheeses and the happy hour one is two, but it's still like a good it's value. Like, yeah, yeah. It's solid. So I, I usually will get that with like a little meat on the side and then their wines I think are $8, which isn't great for a happy hour, but it's pretty good. It's fine. When, when it's probably like 14 normally, eight, yeah. is, eight is a solid price. But you go for the cheese plate really. Sure. So um, that place is really great. And they also have um, a great mac and cheese list and they make the oh, mac and cheese with all of their own cheese. Lovely. Um, they claim that it's the world's best mac and cheese. I haven't actually tried it because I'm mm. gluten intolerant. So who, who doesn't claim that their mac and cheese is the world's best mac and cheese? Yeah, We've worked at several places with mac and cheese. Like, that is claims a, to supposed fans. to be the best. But yeah, it's a really great place. It's in Flatiron. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, and if you go there and your bartender is having a bad day, just give, just maybe throw them a little extra tip. And because... you know, if you see other people getting things before you, just just be just, okay. Just. just you catch catch the eye. Just, just be okay. Yeah, it's fine. Usually bartenders have many things going on at once and the world does not revolve around you. Oh man, the amount of people who will walk in and be like, I need to be helped first, even though I am newest. <laughs> I don't understand why I'm not already being helped. I Truly, last night I came so close to leaning over to somebody and just being like, waving frantically will not help you. Like I was this close. Oh my God. That is so funny. No, we're just getting the I stories. am the new. Okay. I'm the newest. Um, I had I had a bunch of people last night because we had a, a large section of the bar reserved, and no one showed up. Mm-hmm. Like ten people showed up for a space for like thirty five or forty, and that's very confusing to people. But they paid for that space. Like we cannot give it away because they it's anybody could flood in at any time. It's like a come and go type of reservation, and people can't comp comprehend can't comprehend <laughs> won't comprehend they will walk over they will look at a set of reserved signs across bar seats and then go is this reserved and it's everything <laughs> it's everything i can no, do but to it's, not it's be it's like that classic thing where like people always want what they can't have yeah they're like not from me yeah it's, it's the same thing I, i'm like, the except i'm important i can sit here like surely you'll let me the, the same exact like line of thinking comes when like there's a bar full of empty bar seats and then there's one person that just closed out and they get up and their their spot is all messy oh, and gosh. a new person will come in and sit at the spot that is still messy i as want the dirty to, one yeah i want the dirty spot people want what they can't have people want what, what they know is going to be difficult and it's totally subconscious oh, but it is gosh. a very fascinating i was you know, so close thing. to being like is this reserved the seat with the reserved sign in front of it. You that can. You, read, you have to stop being snarky. That you read before <laughs> you called me over. Yes, it's reserved. I had a, com- a conversation with somebody who's like, "Can we just sit here?" And I was like, "No, I'm so sorry. Uh, this section is reserved, but there's nowhere else to sit." Yes. I know. I know. I'm so sorry. But we just want to be here for like 20 minutes. I know. Uh, I'm so sorry, but like th- this section is reserved, and it's not the party's not that much longer. But I, I can't give it up till the party's over. It's just a policy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, they paid for it. So. Well, we we want to sit, and there's nowhere to sit. Yeah. 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 Correct. I don't. I I don't know how else you. I didn't say this, but I just said yeah, and then she said, okay. 
and laughed because I was like, if this was your reservation, you would have no ambiguity as to what you thought reserved means if it was reserved for you. Yeah, exactly. If someone came into your, oh, and people started, there's a stanchion. We put like the thing that you can create your own line, that little black thing of fabric between two poles if you mm-hmm. don't know what a stanchion is. People would literally start reaching over the stanchion and putting their coats on tables and chairs <laughs> in the reserved section. Because they're special and fancy. Like, what do you think uh. this means? <laughs> you paid we, for this, so you have to you have to get out of their if spot. If this was your reservation, you would have no confusion as to what it meant. You would be irritated if other people were, like, bogarting you. Definitely. Anyway... That's we said thing. we wouldn't tell our stories, but we just did. We did. So that's so this so is you a got celebrity a, plus. A celebrity and then some. <laughs> go to Cali's, go to Beecher's Cheese. Yes. Beecher's Cheese. Flat and iron. As always, tip your goddamn server. Tip your fucking server, especially if they're having a bad day. Especially if they're having a bad day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. We'll do one more. Yes. <gasps> <gasps>